Hello and welcome to episode 72 of Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode with Steve LaRussa. If you're one of those people, I hope you enjoyed the conversation and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now, today on the show, we're going to have my friends Brett and Nate. They're actually going to be here in about uh, 45 minutes or so if they're on schedule. They seem like punctual people. We'll see how it goes, though. Uh, Anyways, for those of you who don't know Brett and Nate, they work together as part of the Don't Let the Scene Go Down on Me music collective. I'm pretty sure it's just them two that run it. We'll find out. I'll have to ask them about it. (laughs) And they book shows, and I also believe they may have helped release some like DIY uh, albums, maybe a cassette tape or something. I'm not sure. Uh, We'll have to talk about it. That's another thing that I'll have to ask them. And uh, Nate, he uh, he plays in some bands. He plays in Killing Thing. He plays in Divorce. And I'm sure he has another side project or two that I don't even know about, but we'll probably talk about. And Brett, I believe, has played in bands in the past. Don't think he plays in any bands now. I'm not even sure if the bands he plays in were from Pittsburgh because I know that he's not originally from Pittsburgh. I don't think. As you can tell... I have a lot of questions that need answered here. The important stuff about Brett and Nate. And uh, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to get into, you know, how they found music, why they're still fucking doing this, and, you know, experiences, life, blah, 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 blah. At this point, you know what the show's about, all right? This is episode 72. That's crazy. I should mention that it's 2016 now. I'm going to be starting my third year doing this podcast, which is kind of wild. Excuse me while I take a sidetrack to reflect on myself and the show. Definitely going to hit episode 100 this year. I don't have anything planned for that. That's that's a whiles away. That's, that's going to be some time. But we'll have to do something special for that. I don't know. Before we get into today's conversation with Brett and Nate, just want to throw out some links out there for myself. If you're new to me and the podcast or whatever, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Real Sykes. There's also a Facebook page specifically for the podcast, which you can find if you type in Start the Beat with Sykes. The show is also on iTunes. If you are into iTunes, be sure to subscribe, rate, review. That stuff helps a lot. Uh, you can find me on Stitcher and I believe some other like podcast um, apps. The show is on, so it's not hard to find. And um, last but certainly not least, Start the Beat is part of the Epicast family, which you can learn all about at epicastnetwork.com. So without further ado, let's get into today's conversation with my good friends, Nate and Brett. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat! Hey, 
make sure that it's going. If everybody can just say something. Oh, hello. My name's Nathan, and I'm happy to be here at uh, Psych Start the Beat <laughs> podcast. Um, really big fan of the show. Uh, so, yeah. What's got up? A, got me a Dale's Pale Ale. <laughs> <laughs> grabbed a, so- well, grabbed he, a soda from the fridge. Yeah, since, <laughs> since Nate has formally introduced himself. Hi, yeah. I'm Brett, and I'm also happy to be here. Also drinking a Dale's Pale Ale. There's really, there's really beer <laughs> and, and soda in the fridge. It's true. The rumors are true. <laughs> and I am Sykes, also drinking a Dale's Pale Ale. <laughs> this show is not sponsored by Oscar Blues. I wish it was. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for coming over. I'm glad we could finally sit down to make this happen, particularly... With this guy, I've been yeah. trying to get him on the show since I like fucking like, started it. That's six Brett. months in the making, at least. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But um, yeah. So you two are here. I guess we'll just get into it. Oh, yeah. We'll say because of don't let the scene go down on me stuff, or just in general, you guys being friends. Why are we here? What are we talking about? What do you oh, want to do? Yeah, I think yeah, the don't let the scene go down on me is something yeah. that we both you know have in common. So I think that right good because the two of you do that together. Is it just the two of you? Or are there other people involved in this? Just the two of us. Just the two, two of us. <laughs> <laughs> and what exactly is this for people that don't know? Uh, well, we book a lot of DIY shows around Pittsburgh, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, and I think like the the word collective has something to like say about the way we book our shows, like rather than like a production company or something. I mean, we, we do it on a, a, like a particular scale. We don't take any money from it. Generally yeah. speaking. Yeah. We, I mean like 99% of the time we don't see any money from it, which is like, that's the point. Like, sure. It's, it's yeah. for the bands, you know, it's funny. I uh, slapped the collective title on it when it was just me. So it's kind of <laughs> nice. That I'm okay. no longer lying to everyone. So you, yeah. So, so you started this yourself. It's true. Yep. Um, <laughs> I was living in West Virginia, and uh, I had my own band, which was called Scantily Plaid. You're welcome to make fun of that. Um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> Was it a ska band? No, actually, surprisingly. <laughs> That's a really good name for a ska um, band. It would be. Wow, we really messed up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so the band broke up, and I just kept booking the shows because I was booking our shows, and um, just kind of slapped a name on it kept going now it's about to enter the ninth year of that <laughs> hey you know that's pretty cool when did you get this when did nate get involved in nate this Nate joined earlier this year um like spring yeah it was, uh, it was like march like that. was that so did you reach out to nate uh nate came to me and i oh. thought it was a great idea so yeah you start... sly dog oh well <laughs> yeah i that i've i've been booking shows like for a while but not I started getting more serious about it in March. So like I wanted to do it under like, uh, and, and I know he's, I've known Brett for a while and I think we're really like minded when it comes to like booking shows. Sure. So when I wanted to get more serious and more like consistent and more frequent with booking, I wanted to like do it right, I guess. And I figured Brett would be like an awesome person to work with and he he's wanted- doing a great job. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I assume <laughs> that Brett- that would be something that like instead of stepping on each other's toes, why not just work together? Oh, exactly. Yeah. In, 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 in the idea of a booking collective is just really like productive and like we, we do want to expand like eventually for like, sure with more oh, yeah. people. Oh yeah. Or different people, cities just- or like 
to go real crazy like <laughs> and then like you establish a network of don't let the scene in different cities and like one band oh, is like hey like we're the next gorilla production yeah <laughs> i mean but it wouldn't be that bad you know like You're help like thinker. diy touring bands like oh. through the don't let the scene like network yeah in different cities. Well, well, yeah, that that would be cool. Yeah, we're just taking so, it one, I, I, one day I just at a time. Of that. I just threw it out there. <laughs> one Sorry. city at a time. <laughs> yeah, we're still we're still like, I don't know, just trying to build up what, what this is now, and like, yeah. there's a long way to go for like. A we're lot trying of to. We're looking to get ourselves to where we still do basement shows, but we want to kind of compete a little bit with the Druskies and the Opus Ones, and kind of get some of their some of those shows that they've been getting sure so is there anything like aside from booking shows that don't let the scene has done have you like helped release any albums or done like uh compilations or anything like that um that's something i've releasing albums doing compilations it's something i ideas that are in my head that have not been sure out into the world yet but i would love to do that we've I thought that I had merch. seen something. I think maybe I just remember hearing you talk about putting a comp together or something. I Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Usually I'm like, hey, I'm going to make this comp. And then I ask a whole bunch of bands and then it, it never goes anywhere. Yeah. It's hard. To, but it's hard eventually to it's going to happen. So. 2016 is our yeah. year. Okay. So you were playing in a band in West Virginia yes. and then you moved here and. Well, I actually moved to uh, Savannah, Georgia first. Oh. I didn't know that. <laughs> and. <Ooh>. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, I was only I like there Savannah. for like six months, and then I, I realized it sucked. And Savannah's great, but there the scene was a little lacking. I went to like two shows while oh, okay. I was there. Yeah, one of them was off with their heads and dear landlord, and I was the only person that showed up. So <laughs> uh, Not, the promoter didn't even show up. Actually. Uh, wow, it was me, up. the bartender, and a dog. Oh, <laughs> uh, what well, dog was it? I don't know. Just maybe a... the bartenders. Okay. Maybe he just wandered in. The door yeah. was open. Yeah. <laughs> And um, so, you, have you played in any bands since you've been in Pittsburgh, Brett? Um, yeah, I was in uh, a uh, folk punk band for a little while called uh, Black Bear Mute. I did some trumpet in that and uh, a little backup vocals. And then as a side project of that band, I was in a folk punk duo that did Bad Religion covers Okay, called Sad Religion. Uh, you're good with band names. <laughs> I love the puns. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nate, yes. just to give a, a a picture of you. You are in like ten bands, right? I I um I play in three bands that are at varying <laughs> degrees of like activeness. An overachiever. Um, no, I, I relate. It's so. all yeah. <laughs> it's just all different things. Like, and they're three things that i really like to do yeah, no, so. there's there's killing thing yeah. and divorce and fake grave is another yes. band i play in is yes yeah i knew there was a third one i couldn't remember what it yeah. was yep um they're all just very different things and like we take very different approaches to stuff and i think they're all necessary and like i don't know yeah i mean if you're someone who likes a lot of music and you want to put out different things you can't like Put it all into one thing. Oh, unfortunately, of course so, not. No, no. Yeah, you need those different outlets. Yeah, they're very. Yeah, they're very different, and they're all very cool. They're just you know, like Fake Grave isn't really busy right now. Killing Thing is, like you know, we're, we're doing stuff, and like Divorce is like I'm always busy with that band. Yeah. So yeah, just like also just different varings, varying degrees of like activeness and stuff like that. When did Nate? Just briefly, like, how long have you been playing music? Um, 
don't know. Uh, I played like played guitar when like I was twelve. I'm twenty two now. Um, I started playing like around then, and then I probably joined a band when I was thirteen because I wanted to play guitar, like to play in a band. All right. So yeah, I played play, like you know played in like really shitty bands. <laughs> of course. Up until like <laughs> like. <laughs> out of like I was out of <laughs> high school. until like yesterday <laughs> yeah honestly yeah so i was like yeah i, I have seven inch from one of your old bands what's that i have a seven oh, inch from one of yeah i gave i gave uh, well my like my uh, one of my old shitty bands had i we made like a lathe cut seven inch and brett like never booked my band like honestly <laughs> like like i'm i'm happy he didn't like we were really bad and it's just like I don't blame him at all, but yeah, he never booked us. I was was like, that intentional that you didn't book his I band? I think it was intentional. <laughs> it's a busy. It just, it <laughs> there's a lot happens. of bands hitting him up, and like, and that's like to, that's what happens, you know. But I, did I keep the seven inch though. I gave, and then I was at one of Brett's shows, and I gave him like that seven inch, and I was like, please, like just like a, keep us in mind. Was that know? like one of your first interactions with each other? I probably. Think yeah, probably. I I also I um yeah. This was probably one of the first. Were the two of you, I mean, you obviously knew each other, but, like, were you homies, like, homies, homies before uh, Nate joined on to the collective? Or was it, like, no, it was once very... you, you kind of approached still as, like, an yeah. acquaintance? Oh, yeah, it was very, ca- like, I'm more, you know, yeah. very, like, casual. Just we'd see each other at shows. It's like, hey, sure. what's up? Yeah, and that's about it. But, I mean, I just, like, I know how, I always knew how Brett Rant shows, so I knew him in that way for, like, a long time, you know? Yeah. Now, Brett, running shows. Yes. It's not easy business. It's, it's it gets, easy. It gets easy. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, it's easy, but sometimes it's not easy to stay positive about it. That's true. So how do you stay positive about it? Because you seem like generally a pretty mild-mannered person. Um, I definitely almost quit more than a few times. Uh, but then something always brings me back, whether it's like a – like a show that just went well and like people are just just seeing people enjoy themselves at my shows is just like that's a really nice thing and that kind of keeps me going yeah uh, for sure understandable and nate with you being so busy playing in three bands and life <laughs> yeah why do you want to book shows why um well i think book like booking shows and just like i think it's a, an important thing and yeah a lot of promoters get jaded really quick quickly and like want to quit and and that's very like reasonable. Like booking shows is like not difficult, but it, it can just really crush your spirit it's, sometimes. It's time consuming, <laughs> and it's time consuming, and it just there's no there's little to no payoff for the mo- like oh, most yeah. part. You know, it well at least um like monetary. Payoff. Well, certainly monetary, but uh like just like gratification like it's very not um like instant gratification. Like it's you're do it's like a you have to look at the whole picture really. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, where was I going with this? Um, I like to book shows because I think they're important, basically. And sure. Impor- I, I really think like this music scene's important, and Pittsburgh is important. We make, make cool music, and well, there's a ton of other bands that make really cool music all around the world, and they should play in Pittsburgh because... Yeah, I think it's probably really convenient for you, somebody that likes to go out of town, to be able to bring people oh. in town, meet them, establish relationships, Without make friends. I mean, that's that's a big and, part of it too. I yeah. like I like to have that, you know. Definitely, it's like a if uh, was it, if you want something done right, do it yourself. Sort of that mentality. Without a doubt. DIY. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what it is. Yeah, but I I definitely like 
forging connections with these bands and like i yeah with my bands i ask i ask um of them like what they i don't know like if like okay i would want to play in their town and like have them book a show it only feels right that i should like be able to return that same favor you know yeah so like that's a big part of it for me but also just even if i wasn't playing in bands like bringing music and like facilitating that in pittsburgh is like a important sure it's someone should do it's really guaranteeing that even if you have downtime with your three projects that no matter what you are being constantly surrounded by music and this community oh for sure and and another thing is i wanted to say that uh no one is as busy as they think they are. I think like so many oh, people Oh, for sure. Yeah. So many people are like, oh, I'm too busy to do this. I'm way too busy. And you're not, they're not that busy. Just, just, I don't know, like manage your time better or just stop lying to yourself. You know, that's the mm-hmm. way I look at it. No, I, I agree with that 100% yeah. because I somehow managed to take care of a lot of things, yep. but it's just like prioritizing. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. You just got to prioritize yeah. and like that's in my head booking shows are important you know also sometimes it's like a huge bummer when people are talking about fucking like game of thrones or whatever and they're like you haven't (laughs) watched it and it's like no i don't have time to watch Uh, stuff anymore i don't make time for it because i'm doing other shit watching game of thrones is fine too but yeah like i I hate people who are like well i don't hate the you know i hate i don't like when people are like oh you don't do this like you don't want it's like no like it's yeah it's just it's how i i prioritize my time by like I can't sit down to watch something like that without feeling like garbage because I know that I could be applying myself better. Oh, for sure. But that's yeah. like a whole, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So Brett, how long has it been since you've played in a band locally? Um, I guess 2014 was the last time. Okay. So that wasn't too long ago. Not too long ago. Is it something that like you're actively trying to get back into or like, I would like what's to, your deal? What do you do um, outside of booking shows? <laughs> I would like to do that again someday. Um, it's just finding the time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's something that I would like to get back into for sure. On uh, average, how many shows is there a week? A week. Do you usually, usually have at least one show a week? Or is it not that bad? Um, it depends. Yeah, it's like, I know like January is so packed. We have like a week that has like at least four shows wow. in it. But like <laughs> yeah. some it's just a bit yeah, sometimes it works out like it is a show a week, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's like yeah. so there, four shows in a yeah, week. I haven't done a show in a couple weeks. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's I mean this time sometimes. of year is like really, yeah. really rough. Not, not not as many bands are touring in like the winter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, spring's already getting like pretty crazy but i don't know it, it all is just pretty random like yeah and brett you're also involved with the roboto board right yes let's talk about that a little bit all right just uh you know roboto has like this like really polarizing opinion between different people and yeah. i'm on the side of the fence where like the last bit of shows that i booked there when i was booking shows at roboto but this was like <sighs> 2012 13 i just had really really bad experiences personally but i'm sure like anybody that was in working there is probably yeah. completely phased out by now right but like what are your thoughts about that space and nate you could probably contribute to this too um, so you're, sure. you're there more than enough obviously i feel that roboto is a very important space it's very important to the pittsburgh diy scene and um it fell in some hard times there um, yeah would say 
some of the people on the board probably mismanaged it a little bit, but I'm definitely like, and the members of the board now we're trying to get it back to where like it once was trying to build it back up. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty familiar with a lot. Like this is the first time that I could say, I like, I know most of the people that are on the board now. Yeah. And that was never the case before. So I do feel a lot more confident just knowing those people and knowing that they are motivated people who do care genuinely about the scene. Right. It seemed like prior there was people involved that I couldn't even figure out like why. Yeah. Like it was like, you don't get sentenced to like community service to work the board at Roboto, <laughs> but some of the people there, it seemed like that's what it was. Like they just yeah. like, why are you here? Well, I was actually asked to be, I'm the, I'm the booking coordinator and I was asked to be the booking coordinator a few years ago and uh, I turned it down cause I just, I didn't feel like I had the time to do it. And it's just like, like the person at, that was the booking coordinator at the time, like, said that it was very time consuming and it is, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of emails, a lot of answering emails, but yeah. Uh, um, the reason I got involved this time at this election, um, this past year was, um, I wanted to see it become a, like what it once used to be like better, you know, even better. If you, you want know? something done right, do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> the theme of the episode. So threw my hat in the <laughs> ring and, uh, trying to see what we can do. Cool. Um, how many people like, outside of the board or booking shows at Roboto. Is there like new like new people coming in to be members to like book shows there or is it like a core group of people that has kind of stayed the um, same? there's a pretty there's a core group of like promoters that like yeah. book regular shows, but then there's there's definitely some like newcomers that are like just kind of getting their feet wet and uh you know, trying to guide them <laughs> so yeah. to speak and like you know, make sure that this is like a continuous thing, like not just the Roboto, but just like the the Pittsburgh DIY scene in general. Like, you know, get more people involved and like, because like, just building the scene back up, making it more of a community. But that's that's yeah, my goal. It's hard because this the one thing that the city, in my opinion, Pittsburgh really really lacks is a place for that people are gonna go and hang at, regardless of oh. what bands are playing there. That's very true, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that's I think about that a lot. And it like it would be really, really cool if we had a place uh, like for that. Sure, for sure, if there's like just like the clubhouse, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. For everyone, yeah. every all like corners of the city. And that's I've talked about this before, and I think that that's like a huge problem with all of like the house shows and stuff. Is uh, that I feel like it's like segregated the scene into the clicks. No doubt. And yeah. uh, I mean, you could argue about that, and it's not like a huge deal but it just does seem like anytime i go to a house show i know who's gonna be there it's always like that group of people and no people outside of that group and then you have like all of these house shows sometimes like three house shows on the same night and it's like that's not helping the scene as a whole right am i right yeah, I agree potentially with that. it could. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know. It's just like Harming. it seems like there's a, like some local bands that play so much, and it's like if you weren't playing every week, <laughs> maybe like spread it out a bit, it would make the scene better. I don't. Is that is that making sense? Yeah, yeah. If bands were just better at being bands. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> but that I mean, it's not always like that. And like at the same time. I don't know. Those bands definitely serve a purpose. Like I like bands that play a bunch, and 
I don't know. It's hard to say because I do I, I I do book bands that like play a lot, and I think some bands can play a lot. You have to get to a certain like you have to, I don't know you have to have like a, a game plan if you yeah. uh, plan to not play so much. Like there's some bands that just they just play shows and that's their existence. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't have a record. They don't have like that. They don't have like a, a plan or whatever. They just kind of like are like oh yeah we're like the band and we're gonna play. yeah. And I think those bands have a like a a place in our scene for sure. So, like that band that if you like you really need somebody, it's like oh just hit yeah. them up, they'll yeah. play and and they're good. Yeah, and yeah they'll always say yes. They're good. They're 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 cool dudes, cool people, and um, they'll like you know they'll tell some friends. That's that's important. And then maybe one day there'll be a different band. They'll be like, okay, we're now we're going to be this band that's mm-hmm. like, yeah. we're going to do this thing. So, I mean, if that's really like vague, but I think, <laughs> I don't know if, if, if you, you if can you make like any so. sense of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so I don't know. It's hard to say. It is really hard to say whether it's hurting or helping maybe I a little think, bit of both. I don't think it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it is a little bit of both. I think it would be optimally to have a place where people, hang out and you know there's a show there every other every week yeah. something like that and then it's not the same bands oh. every week we uh oh yeah that means... we briefly talked about opening up our own space oh i mean that's definitely a dream i mean it's definitely like a goal of mine and i want to achieve that yeah. one day but it's just we talked about it like once <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's fun to it's fun to. Like, i would yeah. like to do that at some point oh without a but... doubt like and i think and i think I mean, I think we could do a good job with it, to be honest. Like we, we should like we share that same sentiment as what you just mentioned. Um like having one place that everyone feels welcome. Everyone like and that's what I guess Roboto on paper is. But we just execute it right. a little bit differently. Yeah, there's some people that just don't like Roboto and that's fine. Like you don't have to like every venue. There's venues that mm-hmm. I don't like that people love and that's just how it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Can't please everybody. I want a spot that everyone like wants to book at. Every every style, like every genre of music, wants to book at. Everyone wants to go to. It's just like a cool place, you know. I guess like like two 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 is kind of like close to that. Yeah, was rest in peace. Yeah, two 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 was. Oh man. <laughs> I what, like um. I was just thinking about this, like the the phrase like youth is wasted on the. Or yeah, youth is wasted on the young or whatever. I I I feel like two 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 could have been really cool. Um, whenever I was like, kind of helping like, facilitate it a little bit, but I just didn't. I didn't have as much interest in it. So I feel like so, like having that resource at my fingertips was so sick. Yeah, yeah that was a really really great space. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, that was honestly that was a place that people would go to. Like, yeah. oh, like what are you doing in like oh, show? Oh yeah, speak. yeah, yeah. Because bucket, let's go. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It was like a. It's just a nice space, and it was like really chill. Um, and good bands usually. Would yeah. Play another there. thing about that space, and this isn't too like dog the like fact that Roboto is like a dry space, but I think that like something with that like oh, helped yeah. with well, the orange environment we, was just like yeah we can go oh, hang out man. like I mean alcohol, open a beer chill and whatever is like yeah fucking uh, and it's like you know I'm not the type of person that's like oh if I can't drink at a show I don't want to go there right but no matter what especially once you get older it's really hard for us like with like gray walker for example to get our friends to come to a show at roboto if they can't drink oh man and it's yeah. dumb but it's just like it's that's the fact oh it's yeah like, we can all talk about how dumb it is but it's just right. it's we're it's in fact. our it's like we're in our late 20s yeah. 
adults, if they're like taking their time to go out and watch some band play, they probably want to get some drinks in them too. Yeah. It's just like part of the beast of being like an it's, older musician. It's tough. Um, like I don't like I I like to drink at shows. I do, but like I, it's not my main goal for going to shows. So no, like, I still enjoy shows at Roboto, but like I still enjoy going to shows at like Spirit or Howlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anywhere. Spirit's another really cool, awesome new place. I love Spirit. Great. Yeah, but uh, you were gonna say something, Nate. Sorry. Well, I just I love the. I mean, I just the principle of 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 an all ages show is something that really just is like always important to yeah. me. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, it's like I. We I barely book at bars simply because I don't like that idea of Save here of twenty and it's like it's kind of funny like not that many people under twenty one may want might want to come to the show. Well, I mean it depends. It depends on the show. Yeah. But it's like it's not about that. Even if like it was a show that like completely like is going to appeal to an ever twenty one audience, I'd be like, well, I don't like I just don't like that idea because I never liked it when I was like under twenty one. Yeah, I definitely I don't I guess I'm not necessarily talking about uh doing a an age like an age split show yeah. but still like even at fucking excuse me at altar bar now yeah. they've like got rid of the barricade and if you like yeah. you're drinking in there you could drink wherever you want yeah i mean and it's very like i mean there's obviously like weird legalities too to like yeah them being i don't know able how to they... do that and then like a space like Roboto. oh yeah who that. knows like, yeah who knows? i think like all the ultimate goal is or not goal but point is that like Bands like Greywalker, whose fan base might want to come out to a show and drink, it's like, well, then we probably shouldn't play shows at Roboto, I yeah, guess. Right. Or right. if we are playing a show at Roboto, it's just going to have to tell our friends that are coming, like, hey, like this isn't going to happen here. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it sucks because like we played there once, like, maybe twice. I think we played one show there. I, and, I, I remember seeing you guys there. What, um, what show was that? Uh, with Hollow Earth. Oh, yeah. That was an awesome show. See, that... Okay, something... Let, let's say, like, like that show, for example. That had, like... You have to, like, just pile on the incentives, all right? So, if there's no drinking, you have to just, like, substitute with that with, like, oh, this is, like, a band that a lot of people like or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, like, one less incentive. But, like, yeah, it was just... It was super obnoxious for me oh, because... My friends were coming in and like sneaking in stuff, and I was just like, "Stop!" Like I was actually in like a, a really bad mood because I was like, "Yeah, I had to be that guy because nobody else in my band That's was going to do it. Like they just didn't really take well. You know, it they, definitely happens. Um, and so I just wrong. don't want like." I didn't want me or my band to be sh- like reflected in a bad light. Oh, so I'm like walking yeah. up to people that like came to our show. Just like, dude, you can't drink in here. Like being dad. And yeah. Like, well, That's important. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially- well, like, I booked uh mischief brew this past summer, which is, you know, they're kind of a drinking band, I guess. Very folk punk. And Leo, you know, uh, all those kids like to drink. And uh, after the show ended, I like walked outside and there was just, beer cans just lined all across the front of the building and i was just like how did this even happen i didn't see any of them drink at all <laughs> just like very good at sneaking it but uh, like we've discussed having Roboto be byob but it's just the liability that is something we're not really willing and, to yeah i think that on. it's I'll, not good right now with how like wobbly Roboto's legs still are yeah, at this oh, yeah. point sure also, like once again, as for, like going back to like principles, it's really nice to have. I mean, I guess Roboto isn't 
considered a safe space anymore, but it is nice to have a sober space. Is Once again, like what, there might be three people in Pittsburgh who are like, I want to go to this show. I don't want to be around drunk people. Oh, yeah. Whatever. But that's important that like we're still upholding those principles. Yeah, I think. So I, I, yeah. That's why I like, I don't know. The, the, the problem is a very minor problem. Yeah. It's just, it's something that I'm interested in discussing with someone who is a board member yes. <laughs> of the place, you know, yeah. but moving on. But being a sober space, it's uh, it's also a space that's like parents are more willing to drop off their kids there. So like we want to appeal to that younger crowd and get them like, like, you know, as an introduction into the scene. Yeah, someone's mm-hmm. got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I get it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like w- talking about these things on paper that we can ever. I think everyone will agree on that. Like, oh yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. It just it's hard to carry it out in real life. Yeah, it's. I think it, I think it's hard whenever you're trying your best to do what's right for the space, and then again, no matter what you do, there's always somebody that's not going to be happy. Oh yeah, and somebody that I learned wants, that real quick <laughs> wants to start shit. It's. A, I thought I was a just huge, gonna huge issue. Yeah, I thought I was just gonna join the board and just book the shows and fill out the calendar and it's, I got you involved know, in all this other stuff. Oh yeah, and it's <laughs> funny how wrapped up you can get in all of this stuff. When at the end of the day, it's like this is supposed to be fun. Yeah, and it's like oh, sure. this it's, this is music. These are just little local concerts, and the amount right. of aggression that people put into these situations sometimes is oh, a really really over the top I'm not going to get anything specific no. it's like too like it's a whole nother conversation but yeah. anyways beer beer yes. we all like beer right we're all I drinking like this i do dale's pale ale and stuff and blah 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 um outside of music in general playing shows booking shows you know what are nate and brett's some of their other interests let's let's dig into the core <laughs> oh, let's get beneath the surface under the skin. Oh, we'll you, do go, Nate first. you go first. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I. Oh, did you say? Oh you, no, you. you first? Yeah, Nate. Okay, you. Mm-hmm. Um, looking I, at you. I like to uh, go to buffets. <laughs> um, I, on, I'm just, like, if if you want to like me to talk about things that make me happy, other outside of music, is eating at buffets. Yeah, we should hit up a buffet. Sometime. Oh, I'd love to. All right, I'll tell you my favorite buffet. All of our meetings will be at buffets. <laughs> oh, hell yeah! Like <laughs> easy as simple as that. That sounds sick. Um, I mean, that's where I go to eat. If I go somewhere to eat, I'm like, I want to go to a buffet because, like, that's it's just the best like bang for your buck. What's yeah. your favorite buffet? My favorite, uh, Loving Hut, and then that's it, it's kind of outside the city. It's in like, Robinson, yeah. Robinson, right? right? Um, on Saturdays, um, it's it's all like vegan. And it's like, just it's a lot of like, it's it's like a they're owned by. Have you? you I've it, been there. I've not eaten there. there. Oh, okay. It's like, like I've been past it. Like I know where it is. It's yeah. a very odd place, but it's very good and it's very delicious. A lot of fake meat, which I'm not super into. Every once in a while, it's good. Um, a lot of fried stuff. Very unhealthy vegan <laughs> fare, um, which is important for vegan fare. Oh, sure. You know, every once in a while, it's great. It's crucial. Um, so I love that place. Are you vegan? I am. Okay. Um, other favorite buffet, All India in North Oakland. Great. I like Hokkaido. What's that? Is Hokkaido? that? Oh, that's a sushi or something? It's like a Japanese restaurant. 
Yeah, it's like on the way to uh, Homestead, I think. <laughs> yep, yeah, the I know exactly. Yeah. It's like near isn't that IHOP. a seafood buffet? Or am I? Am I? There's some seafood there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> seafood is, is involved. Okay, that's what's up. So you are not a vegan. I am not. Okay, just um, curious. Yeah. Okay, so buffets make you happy. Oh, buffets. Um, anything else what there? Else? What else is there? <laughs> are you into like, I like movies, writing. comics. I oh yeah, I, I, I like um. I do like movies. I like um like like just horror movies, um mostly. But I like a lot of different movies, and um I do I like graphic novels. All right. Um, as far as like Marvel, Capcom, or not Capcom, Marvel, and like the other, uh, DC. Yeah. I'm not very into that. I, okay. As, <laughs> it's my last comment, probably suggested, but <laughs> I like I like a lot of um, <laughs> I do like a lot of graphic novels. Cool. So I like and I do like to read as well. Okay. Like just I'm gonna keep without that in pictures. Mind. Okay. All right. Brett. Um what about you? It's really hard to think of an aspect of my life that is not involved in music. But uh uh I like to hang out in coffee shops. I work in one. I love coffee too. Yes, but I like to just great. go to all the coffee shops in Pittsburgh and check them out. Constellation. Uh, four four one two ones. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you like this. I like this. That place is cool. Black uh, Forge is my jam. They're oh, my Black Forge yeah. for real. We got some shows coming up there. I saw we that. Some. Best like is one of my new favorite spots in Pittsburgh for for coffee as well as live music. That place is crucial. That has potential to be a place oh. that people oh, yeah. could go hang yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, for real. Actually, that's funny. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Anyway, keep going. I'm sorry yeah. for interrupting <laughs> no, you, Brad. Uh, what else do I like to do? Uh I like going to baseball games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baseball games are fun. What um let's see. Okay, so you like Okay, I, I get I get it. You know, you're just you're you're normal. Nothing nothing too weird. <laughs> Nothing, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you the weird shit. Why not? That's what. That's what <laughs> we're supposed. That's what we're. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so maybe Nate's after. hiding something. <laughs> maybe when we're done recording. We'll, uh... <laughs> maybe <laughs> we'll give you some more Dales. Oh, I thought of something else I like to do because I was thinking more so about uh, things I like to do alone. But what I like to do a lot is hang out with my friends. That's, that's, oh. that's so nice. Oh, I love. I like hang- that too. I love hanging out with my friends. Can I was- steal that answer. Yes. So that's actually an interesting thing that I had been thinking about a lot over the past couple months, where I was spending a lot of time socializing, um, and not being incredibly productive, and I started to feel kind of bad about it. But then I remembered, like ten years ago, when I started doing all of this stuff. Part of it was to make friends and meet people that are into the same shit. And it's like, well, now that I know these people, maybe I should actually hang out with them. <laughs> oh, that well, well <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, that's, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, sometimes it's really hard for like someone like me, and maybe both of you can relate to this, that like always working on projects, got to do this, got to answer these emails or do these shows yeah. or whatever to sure. like – just chill the fuck out. I've definitely told people that like I couldn't hang out with them because I had work to do, like booking wise. Yeah. Oh well, sometimes you have to do that. You got to make time for both, really. I mean, yeah, you know. exactly. Absolutely. Comes back to you know pe- being thinking you're too busy than you are. I mean, it's like there's there is enough time in the day. Yeah. Generally speaking. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I'm just saying definitely because I'm trying to think of where I want to take this conversation <laughs> next. Definitely. <laughs> we'll All right, so let's let's 
go into a kind of default sort of bullshit thing, and then we'll <laughs> we'll see how this lines up. All right, Nate. Should I, I feel like I'm picking on him a lot. Like he's getting all the first. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I don't mind. Um, what was like your first favorite band? My first favorite band. It, like you could be like, yeah, that was my favorite band. Oh, probably Green Day. Okay. Yeah. That's with, a good one. Without a doubt. Like my cousins um introduced me to like act like I don't know, like I probably didn't think it, Green Day was probably the first band that I like listened to their music and I thought of it as more than just music. Sure. Like more than just like a sound that I heard, you know. Were your parents into any music at all? Like Oh, no, no. no my no, no. my my mom and dad are not music listeners. Okay. They don't listen to music. Like and and you know, it's like there's lots of people who don't listen to music. Yeah. I, I, I you know. know it's weird they say it's, they don't. I don't hang out with people like that but I know they exist yeah. <laughs> yeah they well it's people who are like basically people who are like oh yeah like I like this song on the radio or whatever those uh-huh. are people who don't listen to music because they say they do listen to music but they don't no because they're ashamed to say they don't listen to music which is it's totally cool to not listen to music anyway my mom and my dad are like that they're just like very they're just like oh yeah it's there for sure and <laughs> i i like the song by james taylor sure um but but yeah so, so so yeah they didn't really like assist in that and so it's like yeah i was like yeah my cousins just showed me green day because we were all you know around the, we were all young and thought it was tight definitely it's like some green day shit is cool what about you brett uh Green Day is actually mine too. I yeah, would say. I'm sure that's like the uh, consensus. I mean, you know, that's a lot of people's gateway drug into punk rock. Yeah, sure. Green Day. Oh uh, yeah. The first CD I ever owned was the Space Jam soundtrack, though. <laughs> that was that's a huge nice. influence on my life. <laughs> first CD I ever bought was Dookie. Oh, word. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, I mean, my they were not my first. My first favorite band ever was Iron Maiden. Okay. Oh, but then it was Green Day. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. my my parents were really really young when they had me. And my parents both really, really liked music, like okay. metal, hair metal and oh, stuff like awesome. that. So yeah. I grew up on that and I still love that shit to this day. Yeah. But yeah, yeah green, I mean, when, when Dookie came out, it was like impossible yeah. <laughs> not to like that. Yeah. It was like a child, like yeah. fucking, it's still, yeah. that album still slams. Oh, oh, fuck. for sure. That record is awesome. Like no doubt. <laughs> yeah, um, I think everyone would agree. My, uh, my mom <laughs> didn't allow me to watch MTV, <laughs> but when she wasn't home, I would turn it on and I would get really MTV? excited. Every time that basket case. So came like, on. Oh, yeah, um, wow. you grew up in West Virginia. You said. Yeah. Where did you grow up, Nate? I um, moved to Pittsburgh when I was seven. I lived in Houston, Texas, till I was seven. But okay. I mean, I was like, I say, I grew up. in Were Pittsburgh. you like in a suburb of Houston or yeah, like Houston um, proper? I don't know. Probably a suburb. Okay, so but like, but like you were kind of like familiar with like a bigger city life. Like the city was like. Oh was sure, yeah. I wasn't like I wasn't. I don't know about like, you, Brett. Were you like by any big cities or? Uh, I was small town West Virginia. Okay, you know that's why I don't book shows there anymore. <laughs> yeah, what was like your first like big city experience like? I don't, uh, and that might be a broad question, but maybe there's like an answer to it. Like the first time I lived in one, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, was it Savannah? Or I did guess you technically Savannah's not really that big? I guess not, but it yeah, doesn't feel that big. When really you're there. got got know. a slow pace to it. Anyway, yeah, that's I, fair. So like Pittsburgh was. I like Pittsburgh because it's it's an accessible big city. Mm-hmm. It's like you know I come from a small town and like I felt right at home in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, Pittsburgh's like, very unique in that way, in, my, oh, in yeah. my opinion. I felt very welcomed here. Oh, that's sure. that's what I like about this city. I got. Gotcha. I can't really pinpoint a specific experience that was like like the first Pittsburgh experience, but. 
okay i mean i mean i guess it's just like i'm sure it was like i can automatically tell like small town west virginia compared to just like oh yeah pittsburgh i um i definitely tried to make don't the go down on me work in my hometown and it just didn't what like, is what is the name all about uh so it's very peculiar it's very peculiar uh some people think it's a sexual innuendo what it's not oh true. yeah go down on me yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's stupid Are you just shit. now getting that <laughs> <laughs> don't let the scene who would actually think that the fate I, i've been Nate's asked that question right <laughs> <laughs> but actually uh so the true story is actually don't see go down on me started as um i had a myspace page for don't see go down on me and it was my thought process was that nobody in West Virginia like sought out new music. Like they were just all listening to the same stuff. So I had the bright idea thinking that I would start this MySpace page to just like share like, like yeah. punk news kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the and, idea like, is yeah. try to get like a blog into new bands and that failed. But so then like the first show I booked, I um, just ended up putting Don't the Seagull Down to Me presents on the flyer. And then that was it. And I just kept it. But the name comes from uh, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Okay. Um, was it Elton John, Billy Joel? I think that's the one. <laughs> I, I don't know. One. Yeah, I don't but, know uh, either, actually. But I was listening to a cover of it, actually, by Me First and Gimme Gimme's. And I just, you know, nine years ago, I thought Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me was really funny. I like the name. I, I think <laughs> okay. It, I think it's like. All right. Yeah. I like it's, the name. You know, it's really hard to abbreviate. Yeah, I like my the file name right now that the podcast is being saved under is like that the acronym. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, okay, I like think about it. While I was, I was, oh like, yeah, I, it. I like abbreviating. I think it looks yeah. cool, but and like I feel like people just like see that abbreviation like just a jumble of letters and they're like, okay, I know like, yeah. what this is. <laughs> well, like it's also like the abbreviation is my email address and every time somebody asks me uh, my email address, like I have to really <laughs> think about it. Uh, like it's you know, I've had it for nine years and so, I still have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Th- this it's just I you mentioning your an email address, like a funny email address. Yeah. Just triggered a thought in my brain that has nothing to do with anything, but I'm gonna bring it up and we'll see where the conversation goes. <laughs> I, ha- uh, I already have something. <laughs> <laughs> this this kid that I was in high school with, I guess, was really into cannibal corpse. And uh we were in high school and the teachers were like we had to write down our email addresses to like stay in touch over the summer for something for her to like send pictures to us or something, something <laughs> weird. Yeah. But anyways, his email address was entrails ripped from a virgin's cunt. It like oh, yahoo.com or something well, like that. Obviously that's <laughs> not going to be very but, like, like yeah. good. The funny <laughs> thing about it is like, okay, regardless <laughs> of like, okay, like that's your email. He wrote it down on the paper. And gave it to the teacher with just like he probably thought nonchalant. he was so bad. Like he just didn't even care. He was just like, oh, oh yeah, like that's it. Well, yeah. If if you want to reach me via email, that's what I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably that out. I just remember like uh, like at the end of class, like whatever the hell that kid's name was. She was like, I need to like, can you come here? I need to talk to you. Yeah, because well, she fuck, obviously yeah. doesn't know that it's from a Cannibal Corpse song. Regardless, so. I mean, <laughs> shit. Yeah regardless yeah yeah i mean the teacher especially was probably freaked out i mean i'm freaked out but well the funny thing is like uh like i said my parents were really into metal and my dad 
uh, my mom was 17 when she had me, and my dad was maybe like 18 or 19. Um, and my dad had wow. Cannibal Corpse cassette tapes. That's killer. And like one that, of my like that very sound sick. One of my very like vivid memories as a child is like going through his tapes and finding like the one for like this cover. It's Tomb of the Mutilated is the album, and uh, the album cover is very. I mean, they're all pretty grotesque. Oh, that sure. one's like yeah. really grotesque. Yeah. I remember looking at it and just being like frightened. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. What the Hell fuck yeah. is this? That and like li- like I would like listen to his tapes when he wasn't around, and I listened to like a few seconds of it and it was just like real scared yeah it's, it's like, like as a, as a, oh you can't just like as a young kid you can't just jump right into it that shit's scary like i feel like there's definitely <laughs> music that scared me when i was young it yeah. wasn't even like yeah. cannibal, cannibal corpse at all like yeah. it was probably like i feel like Lincoln i had park. Like, a ton <laughs> i don't know i had a ton of shit around me as a kid that like shouldn't have been around me that yeah. just like oh well you know hey, if shaped you i'm you, okay you right turned now, out all right right i think yeah i, I think so a little bit of a somewhat sheltered childhood i remember listening to like a my brother got me a chumawamba cd okay oh, I yeah. that. I'm like, no i don't I'm, this isn't We're, for me <laughs> <laughs> well back to back to those com- a conversation about people that don't listen to music oh. those are the type of people that buy chumawamba cds oh, yeah, yeah. it wasn't for me yeah i definitely I, I rented a chumawamba cd from the library before well, back in the day sure same with uh smash by the offspring because it well that cd rips oh yeah. oh for sure for sure but i didn't i didn't per- i didn't like appreciate it at the time i don't think oh um what i was gonna say about that email address like uh, <laughs> um my my friend my roommate josh um oh tie well, freak uh, Oh <laughs> yeah, dude! <laughs> dude, if he listens, he's gonna be so salty if he hears this. All right, well you can edit it out, maybe. No, I won't. Okay, okay. No, I know yeah. about that. Oh, that's so funny! I can't wait I'm... to hear the story later. Oh uh, well, I'm gonna tell it right now. Yeah. Um, the he, I was, I was looking for his Hulu password and, or his Hulu account or whatever, and he was like, "Okay," he's like, "Yeah, I'll give it to you." It's tiefreak102 yeah. at at yahoo.com, and I was like. All right, <laughs> I was like, like Thai, like, like, t- like Thai, like Thai food. Yeah, like Thai food. I can relate to that. Yeah, Thai food, or like, why is it Thai? Like, like, like bondage. Like, what is the, <laughs> what is the Thai? And he's like, oh, like in high school, or not high, maybe not, maybe high school. So like when I was younger, I just. Uh, I wore ties all the time, like with t-shirts <laughs> and I'm like, all right, that's really fucking funny. But you also, not only you did that, but you wanted people to know that you were like, Oh, I'm the tie guy. I'm the tie freak. Like, yeah, I'm that kid with the tie. Like, so you can doing it's one thing. And then actually like bragging about it is another. So I, mean, I just like, laughed for like an hour. Fuck and- man. I mean like my email address <laughs> when I, I had like some bad ones, I was really in the Johnny, the homicidal maniac. Okay, yeah. And uh, there was, like, a one of the panels in the issue. He's, like, talking about, like, he's, like, I'm going to find a cheerleader and saw her legs off. So, for the longest time, my email address was saw her legs off at yahoo.com. Oh, man, that sounds like a terrible, like, deathcore band. Yeah. MySpace deathcore. But I, uh, yeah, that would have been a good deathcore oh, name. God. Missed, missed opportunities. <laughs> but uh, I changed my email address. Like, I, I got a new one. And it's oh. it's funny that like some people, as I know, there's a good bit of people. Oh, just yeah. That still oh, have for the sure, same for sure. old email address yeah. that have never yeah. just Josh still upgraded. Yeah, that's the, that's the that's like the third funny degree of that. He still uses it to some degree. The tie freak. <laughs> yeah, like not like regularly, but like, yeah. still like Hulu and it's like it's fun. I don't know. I guess it's good. Cause <laughs> Hulu probably like sends you a bunch of like well, spammy. Oh yeah, emails you gotta have and, like, you gotta have like that. a dump email account. Right, yeah. So yeah. for sure. 
I don't know if I have any like weird email addresses, but like my AOL screen name once was Winnie the Punk. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you love the puns? I like it too, man. I'm getting punched out. <laughs> uh, I don't uh, like I mean stick puns. to your puns. Uh, <laughs> God jeez. Yeah. No, I'm a pun guy. Yeah, I, I know you are. Pun. Oh, I, I'm not you so much. No, I. Because like, okay, here's the thing. Like, I'm, no. I'm like, I don't like. I mean, whatever. Like, I'll laugh at a pun here and there, but I people like you guys, like you two, are people who are good at puns. Like, you're just like, I have to say these puns. I need to get it's them true. out of my body. It's a disease. It I know. Like, it, I don't it, even. What's for wrong it to with that? Sometimes. Why are you guys doing this? Yeah, I know. It's like it's like literally everyone who's good at puns are just like. Oh, uh, this pun, this pun, this pun, and like, uh, they're, they're, it's like you don't even want to do it. You don't even want to <laughs> say more puns, but you keep saying them. Can't anyway. help it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I don't. I, I guess I'm just more confused than anything. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> me too, actually. <laughs> like, it just, it yeah, just no, it just happened. Fair enough. All right, I'm not gonna give you guys too much. I just, it is what it is. Right. So. uh the future 2016 this episode will be the first episode of 2016 oh, oh, nice just so you know um, oh, i guess yeah. it's cool, cool. happy new year yeah <laughs> uh, happy new any, year anything like uh planned any cool things coming up for uh don't let the scene go down on me uh, collective yeah. in Ooh, 2016 uh i've got adult mom coming that's going to be a pretty big one at Roboto. That's January 15th. Well, this won't be out by then. Oh, well, scratch <laughs> so, that. You can edit that out then. So, that was an awesome gig. It was great. If <laughs> you, you guys should have been there. <laughs> Holy shit. I loved Adult Mom. <laughs> they and were amazing. They were really good. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm taking all of January off from posting episodes. I'm just oh, gonna really? Like, I'm going to be just recording. Word, I did this last word. year where what I did was in January, every day I just posted like one episode a day from the previous year and then in february i started again yeah that's cool. just kind of like a it gets really really hard right now um i don't have any episodes backed up so it's like every week i need to scramble to record a conversation and edit it and then put it yeah. out so it's nice to have like a few weeks worth of stuff done so you know oh, every week no i doubt. can just upload it and not have to worry about like making plans to set up everything and do this every week yeah. no doubt well i definitely have some shows past january but i can't talk about them yet oh secret top yeah. secret we definitely got some cool stuff going on in, yeah. in 2016 and we're just gonna just keep plugging away at it like you know like we were, we were talking about earlier like way earlier about expanding and i think like i don't know like our last couple of shows have been really awesome yeah and what do you think like that's an attribute to do you think that uh, this is actually a really good conversation for me to get into real quick even though i was wrapping up fuck okay. it um i've noticed personally and maybe the two of you can attest to this like the attendance and overall morale at a lot of local shows has been picking up over this yeah, past year yeah that. me too like yeah. it's been awesome like uh towards the the tail end of 2014 when gray walker started playing shows it was like but oh, now it's like we don't play shows that there aren't people at and it's like yeah no matter what it's really really cool and encouraging sure. yeah you know, every now and then i think we have a show that does less than we would have liked but overall i think we we had a pretty good year yeah i think that in like 2000 like 12 and 13 were like really really dark times oh yeah yeah, yeah. that was when i almost quit 
Like, it's just, like, all my shows were bombing. And, yeah, like, it sucked. I don't know, like, yeah. what was going on or what's changed, but it's great. The thing, actually, the, I can pinpoint the particular show that, like, made me keep going. I think this was a couple of years ago or so, but, like, I booked um, Ramshackle Glory at Roboto, and it sold out. It was over 200 people there. And, like, wow. I was not expecting that at all. Like, I know they're pretty big in the, the folk punk world, but, like, I actually wasn't all that familiar with them at the time. Like, someone told me I should do the show, and I was like, all right, sure. Cool. Yeah. And then all of a sudden 200 people show up and i was just like i was dumbfounded <laughs> and then that was like all right like i can keep doing this like <laughs> you can keep going definitely yeah. sometimes you just have those moments what about you nate as far as just like seeing uh improvements in the scene oh yeah i honestly have no idea i mean people are just fickle you know it's just like it just i yeah. think it's just seemingly random how it happens um I don't know. Maybe just like a string of good shows gets people's morale up and they're like, oh, yeah, let's yeah. just keep going to shows. Or like, I don't, I honestly don't know, to I be think honest. That, like, honestly, another thing too, um, coming from the aspect of uh, a performer, is there are a really good handful of promoters in the city now that are doing a good job and that yeah. give a fuck. Whereas in 2011, 12, 13, I didn't play a lot of shows because I didn't even know who the fuck to talk to. Oh, for sure. And that then happens. a lot of the shows that I played were just like stuff that was thrown together by people yeah. that just didn't who know don't what book, they were doing. They don't book shows. They're just like, oh, right. I'm going to do this for yeah. like this. Oh, dude. But now it's like there's a, a good uh, bit oh, of without a doubt. consistency yeah. there's, with um, a lot of promoters. Um, Jake Stern is doing a lot of like shows, like really good shows. Um Adam Werner, um, Josh Marshall. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, like, doing, like, consistent. Dylan Chapala. Oh, yeah, Dylan. Dylan, uh, always, yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Jackson, Jackson. always, yeah. All, the Sick House crew in general. Oh, I love for all sure. those kids. Oh, man. Because, yeah, those are people who just, like, And the, the People's Warehouse. I like, yeah. I like that house a lot, too. Oh, Mason. Oh, and dude, Mason, yeah. yeah, for sure, like. People's warehouse is so cool. Like Mason, to- <laughs> Mason totally gets it. Yeah. yeah, and there's there just there wasn't that many people this a couple years ago. I'm sure they were around, but they just weren't. Right. You know, it took a while for everybody to come into it. I remember a time when there weren't any house venues. Yeah, Ormsby. Oh, yeah, yeah like, it happened. Was the only one. Yeah, I mean, it, that's that's the thing. It just it's a living, breathing thing. It just you know. How do we keep it afloat? I like we I <laughs> <laughs> just. I was not expecting uh, Bates Hardcore Gym to go south this year, but it happens. Yeah, I think it. I don't know, to keep it. They got float, too big. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they ran it. It's like that's the thing. I I don't know the too much of the inside scoop. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's like they maybe could have done things better. Maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. So it's like to keep things afloat. Like I don't know. I just it's hard to say. It yeah. is really hard to say. It's tough because like Ormsby was around for like well like five years at least. Oh yeah, probably yeah. more than that. I'd say yeah, probably, yeah. It was like more. six, yeah, it was... five, six, seven, something mm-hmm. like that. More. And it's yeah. just like I remember telling people about that um, when they were still around. Like bands would come in and they would be like, "I can't believe this place has been around." Oh, that for long. sure, dude. Ormsby, I mean, Ormsby was definitely like as much of an institution as Roboto. Oh in, yeah, and like in half the the time, you know. I, um, I had a show at Ormsby once where the cops did show up and oh. like they were like the the cops were like like the one there was one cop it was just one and he was like 
like I know you guys are like cool with like the chief or whatever, and he's like, like no one that lived there was actually around, so I had to talk him. <laughs> I had to talk him down. So yeah, like, yeah. He was like, we, he was like, we know you're cool. Like we're just like, you know, someone called about it, it, so yeah, we're just yeah. like checking in. He's like, he, like we were doing some acoustic stuff outside, and oh, I guess someone well, complained well, about it. So I was like, it's cool. We'll move it inside. No big deal. He was like, yeah, it's all like, we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, dude, that that's the thing about like the the cops there, like. They were all super cool. Yeah. And it's like the neighbors, they would call the cops, like, for example, if they were having a bad day. Like, oh, yeah. Because, like, shows happen there so often, and, like, every once in a while the cops would come, but it's, like, it's no different than any other, any other night. So they were just generally, they generally sucked. Yeah. Because, um, but so so the demise of Wormsby is very, very peculiar, in my opinion. Yeah. I yeah. think I think some, uh, some shady business was going on. Did yeah. I ever tell you about that? No. Oh. Well, I'm not going to get into details, but I think, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I've heard some things. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could talk about it because we're getting ready to wrap up anyways here. So, um, yeah. Uh, Nate. Yes. Brett. Thank you both for coming oh, over. Thank you. I hope we got this some usable fun. content. Oh, definitely. Here. It's yeah. all usable. All it's right. all, yeah. Put it to tape. <laughs> and uh, that's it. So I'm going to wrap this now, and we are done. Night. Yeah. Wait. Real on, quick. On okay. on four. One, two, three, and then I'll, then I'll say it. Okay. One, two, three, four. Then... No, 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 no. Three, and then on four. Okay. One, two, three. Good night. <laughs> I'm leaving all of that in there. By the way. All right. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Nate and Brett are solid homies. I uh, They just left a little bit ago. Uh, after the conversation, we went uh, down the street to uh, a bar by my place, a bar and restaurant, Scratch. Shout outs to Scratch. And uh, we had some more drinks and uh, talked about a lot of stuff and... Yeah, we've been hanging out all night. It's 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 after midnight now. Uh, uh, it's well after midnight. Uh, I'm recording this outro, and uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Uh, you know, and I'm drunk. I have no problem admitting that I'm a little drunk, but that's fine. Uh, I think the talk went well. I'm really glad I got to hang out with the both of them, and I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Uh, I'll be back next week, probably, with another new episode. Same time, same place, same channel. I'm Sykes. Start the beat. 2016. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening. <laughs>